Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Backpage Breakdown. I'm your host, Antoine Staley. You can always follow me on all the social media platforms, including Twitter at Antoine Staley. Also, find my additional work there at the New York Daily News covering the Jets, uh, especially a lot of things going on recently with what's going on with in New York and you know the state of the Jets too as well. So before we get into that, like I say, it's a lot to talk about in regards to the Jets, but uh, football is back, and Bet Online is your number one information source for all sports wagering information, with all the up-to-the-minute sort stats, news, scores, and matchup breakdowns. Get the latest got game odds, special special spreads, totals, and the NFL and college football at your fingertips with Bet Online real-time update with statistics, news, and odds from Week One all the way to the college football playoff and Super Bowl. BetOnline gives you the access to the best football promotions and contests available anywhere. Head to the online, head to the website today online or use your mobile mobile device to get in on the action. Remember to use the promo code BELIEVE to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, what a game start. So, sorry, you had to take care of that, take care of it, pay some bills there. But, yeah, like I said before, it's a lot to talk about in regards to the Jets, too, whether it was Aaron Rodgers' recent comments on the Pat McAfee show. Also, Joe Namath is not happy. He was tweeting during the game. But, really, I'll start with the new quarterback that's going to be in the building, and that is Trevor Semi and the Jets are going to sign him to the practice squad there, got confirmed there. And, you know, I don't know if he'll be the backup uh, to Zach Wilson uh, for the game against the Chiefs, but it does bring him another veteran, you know, in that building, something that they needed. I feel like they needed a practice squad guy anyway. And then for them just to have two quarterbacks the last couple of weeks with, him, with Zach and Zach Wilson and Tim Boyd, I just thought it was just crazy to do that, especially considering Zach's history. But just a little bit about Trevor Simeon. He's played for a number of different teams, you know, played for the Broncos, uh, played for the Jets uh, recently. Uh, back in 2019, uh, Saints, Bears as well. Played for the Bears last year when he started. He started for Justin Fields in a game against the Jets, too, uh, right after Thanksgiving. Throughout his career, he's thrown for uh, over 7,000 7, yards, uh, 42 touchdowns, and 27 interceptions. So, I mean, the Jets are familiar with him. I mean, I know that he, he played there prior to Robert Sala's regime there. He was under Todd Bowles. But, yeah, I definitely think, you know, having a guy like that along with Zach Wilson and also Tim Boyd isn't necessarily the worst thing in the world. I know people, you know, were holding their hopes for possibly acquiring Kirk Cousins or some other type of veteran. But with it being so early, still early in the season, where I don't think a lot of teams are willing to give up their backup quarterback. It, it makes sense. They had to go out and get somebody to help, you know, try to, you know, keep this from going sideways, even though it still looks like it might go that route, especially when you play, you got a game against the Kansas City Chiefs coming up there. But yeah, I think Simeon just definitely brings a lot to the table and, I definitely think, you know, having him in the building to help, you know, Zach Wilson, especially in the time where he's starting to, you know, you can tell he's losing confidence there. I mean, I don't know how many people saw the game on Sunday, but I definitely think, you know, Zach was holding the ball too long against the Patriots and, you know, making some, you know, bad decisions there, you know, whether whether it be holding onto the ball or just some of the throws that he was making. I mean, Robert Sala, I know he's remained committed to Zach Wilson. For him, it's like they're not turning, he's not turning the ball over. So I think that's the part where they believe that he's doing a good job. But 
he didn't turn the ball over against the Patriots last year either um, in their second game, and they still lost. You know, I think he was like 9 of 22 for 78 yards. But, you know, you got to be able to throw the ball down the feet to keep teams honest. I think right now, you know, teams are loading up in the box, eight, putting eight men in the box, and it's not it's nothing you can do. You know, that's why they can't run the ball because they have no threat of, you know, getting the ball down the field. So in order for that to happen, you got to be able to throw the ball down the field and, you know, keep the defense honest. Until the Jets do that, then they're not going to be able to run the ball with Brees Hall or Dalvin Cook or whoever you want to bring in there. They have to be able to, you know, stress that defense. And if it's not Zach, if Zach's not comfortable doing that, if they've, you know, really scaled him down, then, yeah, I definitely think it's time to get somebody in there that, that does and, you know, this would be the worst thing in the world, especially, you know, considering what I think many people think may happen this weekend against the Kansas City Chiefs, where, you know, on national TV, where I expect Chiefs to fully win. And I think a lot of people do, you know, to get a guy like Trevor Simeon in there. Uh, he has some he's learned the what he knows the West Coast offense. He may not know Hackett, you know, specifically and work with him, but he's has he has some familiarity with the offense. So it may take him, you know, a few weeks there, but, you know, get him in there, see what he can do. You know, it can't be much worse than what we've seen the last few weeks from Zach Wilson there. And, you know, you just see what can happen from there. But, yeah, I think right now I think the Jets are definitely, you know, talk about the state of the Jets at the moment. I think they're in a odd position because, you know, they only lost two games in a row. And I know, you know, I actually asked Robert Sala, like, at what point do you decide to, you know, make the change from Zach Wilson before the season gets away from you. And his response was, it's still early, but yeah, it is. But you got a tough schedule before the bye week. You got the Chiefs coming up in town on national TV. And it's going to be all eyes are going to be on the Jets and how either, you know, poorly they're playing or, you know, how good they, or surprisingly, how good they might be playing on Sunday night. So I think that's something to keep in mind too. And then they have the Broncos after that who are, kind of in a similar situation with what the Jets are, although they, you know, they haven't won a game. And then you also have uh, the Eagles coming up to town down the MetLife Stadium before the bye week. And then the schedule doesn't get easier after the bye week either with games against the Chargers. Uh, also, I mean, the Bills and Dolphins twice. You got to play them twice too as well. Houston just beat Jacksonville. Atlanta seems like they're an improving team. The Browns look like they might be the best team in the AFC North. And, you know, you still got to go to New England at the end of the year, you know, to close it out. So, yeah, things are not getting any easier. Players are already getting frustrated. I definitely think they've downplayed it a little bit, whether you talk about, you know, Michael Carter and Taylor Embry getting into it and, the you know, passionate, having passionate conversations, which I think I do believe that people want to win. And then when you're not winning, uh, people feel a certain way about that. So I definitely think those guys are just, you know, emotionally invested, especially being so early in the season and also to take into account the Jets had so high, high, high hopes for this season, whether Aaron was there or not, and it just hasn't come to fruition. So I definitely think you're seeing some frustration. You probably will continue to see some frustration there. And, you know, if things don't improve, I mean, they've got a, they got a good defense. I think everybody understands how good the Jets defense is, but you know, until, you know, the offense starts to keep playing. But I think there is going to be a lot, a lot of burden on their defense. And it doesn't matter how good your defense is, if you're not able to score points and not able to, you know, get in the end zone, you're eventually going to get tired and uh, you're just not going to be able to be as productive as you would normally on the field. But 
Yeah, they got a tough sled in this week with the Chiefs to come into town and Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. And, you know, I guess we'll see the Swifties. I'm not I'm not super familiar with Taylor Swift, but and her work, but I know it's it, you know, to have like an NFL entertainment crossover is probably the biggest story right now going on, you know, just around the world where you have football as big as what it is, but also uh, just, you know, Taylor Swift and her popularity and all the fans she brings to us. So I'm curious to see if she'll be in the building at MetLife Stadium. I pro- my guess is probably yes, but, you know, we'll have to wait and see, you know, how that pans out. But I'm sure that'll bring more attention to the game where – to a game that I think a lot of people aren't looking forward to <laughs> unless you're probably a Chiefs fan there. But yeah, it's been a lot of people that have been outspoken, you know, just about the Jets too. Obviously, uh started out with Joe Namath and – uh, we already know Joe Namath, you know, won the Super Bowl three with the Jets and um, to their only Super Bowl win. He went on Twitter. Really, he was on Twitter on Sunday during the game, you know, talking about, you know, Zach Wilson and his play. And really, he was just he blasted, you know, the Jets and really Wilson, you know, his call to Yes Radio the other day. So, yeah, I definitely want to read a little bit into that. And, you know, what he said, it was it was no positives coming out of that game against New England. He said uh, it was awful. You sit down, you sit down on the play, you go right, you go right down. What happened? I thought you were trying to win and make plays. You quit on the play. What is this? This is disgusting. And that, and Namath is talking about when Zach Wilson was spinning out of a sack and just sat down without, without being hit early in the second quarter. I think it was the second quarter maybe, but yeah, definitely th- yeah, first quarter, excuse me, first quarter when he spin out of that sack and then, Damon was also asked, like, what, how Zach Wilson can improve. And then he, he uh, suggested Wilson going to the Chiefs and then saying, and I quote, send him to Kansas City to back up anybody against anybody like Mahomes and maybe learn something. Name of continue. I wouldn't keep him. I've seen enough of Zach Wilson. I've seen enough. He has quick feet. He can throw a little bit, but I don't believe what's going on up there. That's fair. I mean, I think, you know, you want to talk about him backing up Mahomes. I mean, he was there, you know, when Aaron was there, obviously there in the summertime, and they talked about how much he's improved and worked on his mechanics and things like that too. But, you know, the fact of the matter is, like, yeah, it's just not working. It's really not working. And you can kind of – you can spend it however you want to if you're Robert Sala. But, yeah, this is just a situation where – a guy is just not getting better and it's no okay to, you know, admit the mistake happened. You know, look at the 49ers with Trey Lance. Trey Lance, you know, they drafted him right after Zach Wilson in 2021, number three overall. They had to trade it up with Miami in order to make that happen. And then, of course, uh, you know, they end up getting rid of him. And they, I mean, yeah, they have Brock Purdy there. They're crazy enough to have Sam Darnold backing up, who was with the Jets backing up Purdy. But yeah, I think at some point you just have to admit that, yeah, I made a mistake. This guy's not working out. Let me, you know, move on from him. And the, I know I was solid when I asked him why is he so loyal to Zach Wilson yesterday. His response was basically, you don't throw people away. I'm not saying you should throw Zach away. I'm just saying you should trade him to another team because clearly again this this is not working it would be might be best in best his best interest to go somewhere else where you know he might be able to learn and grow from another coaching staff and you know maybe he will have different type of confidence in him because clearly you know what 
the Jets are doing is not working. It's not working. You know, it didn't work with Mike LaFour. You know, it's definitely not working with uh, Nathaniel Hackett, who which, you know, by the way, you know, look at Zach Wilson's stats. They're even worse than what they were when they were under uh, Mike LaFour and, you know, the past couple of years. He was better as a rookie than he is now statistically. I mean, if that's, that's possible. You know, you can go look at the stats. I've actually wrote written about that in my last few articles about Zach Wilson and, you know, them state remaining with him. You know, whether it be my column that I came out on Sunday night or also, you know, the follow up when Robert Sala announced Zach was going to remain the starter. So yeah, it was in there. You can check those out in the New York Daily News as well. But yeah, that's just think that at some point that you owe it to your team to try to win as many games as possible. I'm not we know the Jets are not going to make the playoffs at this point. Everybody knows that. But I think the fact of the matter is you just want to try to win as many games as you can, whether it be seven wins like you got last year. They do that, then considering the circumstances, okay, that's cool. But I, I don't know if, especially the direction that they're going, you just it just has a very eerie feeling. Uh, and I, I don't know if this team can win seven games, especially considering how difficult their schedule is going to be. So if they, win, they find a way to win seven games, I think that's a – bit of accomplishment especially considering the direction this season is already starting to turn and you know they got i want to say they got lucky beating buffalo but you know they caught a break there was that i mean josh allen excuse me turning the ball over four times if he does he turns the ball over three times i think we're having a different discussion and buffalo might be you know undefeated right now and the jets might be winless and heading to kansas city so and that would be Again, a whole nother conversation to be had there too as well. And among the people that are not happy uh, with some things that are going on Jets related is also Aaron Rodgers. And, you know, he thinks the, he thinks the Jets offense needs to grow up a little bit. And he was critical of his teammates uh, having heated discussions on the Pat McAfee show today on Tuesday. And what his comment, what he said was, there have been a there have been too many little side conversations and we just need to grow up a bit of offense and lock in and do our job and everybody and not point fingers at each other. That's everybody. Don't point fingers at the coaching staff. Don't point fingers at each other. Just get back and, and to work and get the job done. Uh, get not only I talked about Michael Carter the other day, but also Garrett Wilson was also kind of, you know, there were some things there, had some discussions there with Zach Wilson there on the sideline, Nathaniel Hackett. So uh, also Rogers said, and I quote, I think we need to hold our poise a little bit better, really just offensively. We, we need to not have those things happen on the sideline, just be a little better, just be a little better competitors. And why, like, and also Rogers ended up saying that, you know, remorse about overcoming adversity too as well and you know obviously we talked about the name of comments and things of that nature too as well but yeah i definitely think they are in a place like they could use a guy like aaron Rodgers right now it's just the fact of the matter aaron can't walk and until aaron actually said this until i i can walk then that's no point of me coming back especially they want him to be more involved with the team and that could be I don't imagine he'll come back until maybe after the bye week. It's really no sense. It makes no sense because they got Kansas City, they got Denver. They're at Denver the week after that, and then they're at the Eagles. I mean, they host the Eagles, and then they have the bye week. So I think have, maybe he could get in the building, but at that point, I, I think it's only so much you can do. Even if you're 
he was just errands on the sideline. He can't go out there and throw the balls for Zach Wilson for him. It's up to the Jets to try to find something that makes Zach Wilson's comfortable, whether it be up tempo offense, something that he did a lot at BYU. I definitely think that could potentially help him. Anything that could help him get gain a little bit more confidence there. And maybe, you know, you can open up the run game and help, you know, Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook too as well. But until Zach, you know, shows it on the field, you know, you can have Aaron call them and do all these FaceTimes with them and, you know, say all this and he can say, well, you, this offense need to be more mature and get together. But these players are taking bullets and they're frustrated. I mean, Garrett is one of the, Garrett Wilson is one of the most uh, emotional players on the Jets roster. I think you see it, you know, whether it be in the locker room and the will to want to win and uh, be the best that he can be. And guy like Sauce Gardner or, you know, Jermaine, John, like those guys want to win and they want to, they're used to winning and they're just not, hasn't generated a lot of success, at least in the NFL from a uh, wins loss perspective. So yeah, you're going to have some frustrating moments there, especially when, again, it goes back to what I said before, especially when you have a season where you had high expectations. And even after Aaron went down, I think the team said, we think we they expected to still, you know, achieve a lot of their goals, possibly make the playoffs, whatever they, you know, whatever they were saying it on the outside. I think some people were still saying the Jets could be a playoff team. I know some of the fans that said that, but I, I never thought once Aaron went down, I thought, yeah, this is definitely not a playoff team. But I thought they would be about where they are last this year last year, excuse me, was when they finished seven and ten. But they're looking like the team that lost sits straight to end the year as opposed to the team that started seven and four last year. And, you know, if the bottom drops out, then, you know, who knows what the changes might be in the off season there. I'm not saying Robert Sala is going to get fired, but, you know, I, I don't think people would be very happy within the Jets organization if they went three and 14 or four and 13 or whatever the case may be, you still have to be able to compete there. And they should, they got to get a no roster where they shouldn't have to completely bottom out and, you know, be a top five to have a top five pick in the NFL draft. Although I know fans have already talking about how they would love to have a top pick. Cause I, quite honestly, I do think they need to take a quarterback uh, as good as Aaron Rodgers is. And that's a whole nother conversation I'm sure we'll get into, especially as time goes on and the season goes probably the way that I expected. We'll probably get into more draft talk as uh, time goes on because I, I don't know how many more games the Jets are going to win this year, quite frankly. And I think people are already starting to look towards the draft. But, yes, yeah, a great quarterback class in the draft. Aaron will be 40, come almost 41 years old next time he plays a game, I believe. So, yeah, I definitely think you need to address the quarterback position behind him. You know, it's, you know, he might talk, you may say all these things about Zach Wilson and this, that, but he'll be, they're going to decline his option. I'm pretty sure. And then you could trade him like after that and just get another guy in there, groom him, whether it be Drake May. I don't know if they'll be bad enough to get Caleb Williams, but Drake May, Michael Pennis Jr. from Washington, you know, they have some guys, uh, the quarterback from Texas too, as well. So they have some, they have some options you know, that it can um, possibly take in, in that Saples draft. But, again, I'm not going to get too far deep into that. Uh, so we'll talk about that at another time there. But, you know, definitely want to thank everybody for coming on and, you know, listening to the podcast this week. I know it's been a tough week for Jets, uh, the Jets fans and things of that nature too. But, you know, we have to, you just have to hope that, you know, you can put up a respect that was showing against the Kansas City Chiefs on, on Sunday night too as well. But, yeah, before we got here, you know, definitely want to um, shout out Bet Online too as well. And 
talk about football being football is back and bet online is your number one information source for all sports raising and information with all the up-to-date minutes stats news scores and that's your breakdowns get the latest info latest game odds spreads totals from the nfl and college football at your fingertips with bet online real-time updates on statistic news and odds from week one all the way up to the college football playoff into the super bowl bet online gets you the access to the best football promotions and uh, contests available anywhere online head to the website today or use your mobile platform to get in on the action remember to use our promo code believe to receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online what a game started so yeah until then like i say everybody take care my name is antoine staley again you can find me on twitter at antoine staley all the social media platforms there and catch a new episode on thursday well we'll have some type of guests there with it you know i hadn't necessarily got that far yet but you know i think it'll be probably jets related too as well but yeah until then i'll see everybody then and take care You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.